Hello and welcome to the Sustainably Healthy Podcast. My name is Nika and I am your host and I'm a very tired host today. Um, <laughs> no, I am actually in the works of launching my upcoming Time to Make a Change 21 Day Sustainable Habits Challenge. Um, if you've been following along for a while, you know, I've, I run these challenges um, once or twice a year, maybe sometimes three times, depending on how I'm feeling, <laughs> right, if I have the capacity for it. Um, but this time, I'm doing, I'm actually running my shortest challenge I ever have. Um, 21 days, I decided to do something kind of um, kind of to spark some excitement in my sustainably healthy Facebook community. Um and just kind of get get a thing get things rolling for many people who maybe started off strong, started off the new year strong, but then kind of slowly faded out because motivation died and um, they weren't able to maintain those those all or nothing approaches. You know, a lot of people get started in the new year um, with like the mentality like, oh, heck yeah, I'm going to do everything on my own. I got this. I can do this. This is finally the year I make a change. And so, you know, you see everyone sign up for the gym, which is awesome. You know, there's some people who actually follow through with that. I love seeing um, the, the, the abundance of people that start to join us, um, especially at CrossFit, like meeting new people as at the, as a coach. Um, it's absolutely my favorite to coach new people um, at my CrossFit gym. But anyways, um, lots of people get that motivation. They commit to a diet, uh, dry January, right? Um, things like that. But then as the, as the weeks progress, you know, a lot of people start to realize that, oh, the overwhelm's hitting me. I committed to a little too much too quickly. Um, I can't maintain or sustain these habits because I didn't take the time to slowly introduce them, right? Um, and so that's why I decided to hold off. I didn't host a New Year's challenge. I actually decided to hold off until February. Um, for those people who who started off strong with those overwhelming habits and are ready to make a change, lose five to 10 pounds right around before spring break, so it's good timing, right? Um, but do it in a more sustainable way by implementing my all-time favorite, my sustainable seven, my seven simple habits to lose weight, reduce stress, build that foundation for your health and fitness journey. And so that's basically what this challenge is gonna be about. Um, it's a $20 buy-in. I actually ran a poll in my Facebook community and on my Instagram, um, and this was the most voted. Um, everyone wanted to do a $20 buy-in challenge um, instead of a one-on-one -on -one coaching, like customized coaching challenge, um, which I'm which I'm totally cool with. I think it's fun whenever you get a buy-in because you know it kind of entices more people to join because the bigger the buy-in, the bigger the cash prize, right? So I keep none of that money. Um, I just store it all until the end of the challenge, and then the person who earns the most points ends up taking the pot. So. I'm super excited. Looks like we got quite a few people interested. Um, the challenge actually launches today. Um, this So this episode is going to come out at 6 a.m. Monday. So today, it, Monday the 29th. Um, and if you're listening to this right when this episode comes out, it's about 6 a.m. Arizona time. And my challenge is actually launching at 8 a.m. Arizona time. So um, if you're just listening, uh, 
then <laughs> come join us. Um, most likely, you if you're an, if you're somebody who's been listening for a while, you've gotten the email because you're a part of my newsletter or you're a part of my Sustainably Healthy Facebook group. And so that's where I'm launching the challenge first. And then um, I will open it up to everyone else in the public after um, starting on Tuesday. So Monday... It's going to be the first people who are on my email list and in my Facebook group. And then um, everybody else is going to be able to sign up after that. Um, I will launch it to my, like I said, to my Instagram and all of the, all of the platforms. Um, But make sure you're one of the first to sign up because there are some awesome benefits. Um, So if you're signing up today, obviously, I'm obviously recording this. (laughs) I'm recording this on Thursday, the week prior. So I'm preparing for the launch of the challenge. So I'm like speaking into the future, but you're listening to this as the challenge is launched. So I'm trying to like, trying to speak as as it is the future, (laughs) Um, which is kind of a strange concept. But anyways, join us in the Sustainably Healthy community today um, or subscribe to my email list. Um, That email is going out once again at 8 a.m. Arizona time. So if you're listening to this after the fact, I highly recommend joining us in the Facebook group Uh, Sustainably Healthy Fat Loss Fitness and Nutrition Tips for Strong Women. Um, Just all you got to do is answer those three membership questions to be admitted um, and you'll get all of the information and be able to be the first to join us in the challenge. Um, Like I said, the benefits of joining this challenge and being the first to sign up on day one is number one, you get a, the first 20 people to register are going to get a free one-on-one game plan call with me. Um, this isn't. This is a seriously just a coaching call. <laughs> I'm not going to try to sell you on coaching. I'm going to coach you. Um, I'm going to ask you. Obviously, I'll have you fill out a little intake form so I have some information on you. What your starting point is. Um, And then we will hop on a call to just basically go over a game plan to succeed in this challenge. Um, If you want to continue with one-on-one coaching, you are more than welcome to. I always recommend it. Um, Having a customized plan to succeed, not just during the challenge, but after the challenge is um, the utmost beneficial, right? But once again, if you um, sign up, one of the first 20 people to sign up, you will get a one-on-one game plan call with me. So um, make sure you sign up as soon as you can, right when you see that launch. Um, go ahead and fill out the, uh, or you just basically register, um, and then you will get an email from me upon registering um, with the next steps to sign up. So obviously you will have to submit your buy-in via Venmo. Um, I do it via Venmo because I don't collect the cash and any other um, payment platform is going to take a percentage of that. And I don't want to take a percentage of the buy-in because that is all a cash prize, right? Um, So you will submit it through Venmo. um, And then you will also get access to um, the welcome guide, the challenge guide with all of the information you need for the challenge. So uh, make sure you sign up. Another perk to signing up on day one is everyone who signs up on day one is going to get my all new. This is this is new. This is uh, I know I've gone back and forth about this, but I'm trying it out basically. Um, <laughs> my new four weeks to fit strength based workout program. So I've been really focusing in my own journey on 
strength training. And as you guys have seen, um, if you follow me on any platform, I've been doing more Olympic weightlifting and have fallen in love with it. And so I'm starting to like fall in love with fitness all over again. So when I first started, I used to write workout programs. I used to be a personal trainer and I sort of just kind of fell out of love with writing workout programs because I started doing CrossFit again and, um, you know, just wanted to go in, get my workout done and then keep going. And I fell in love with, you know, coaching people when it came to nutrition mindset, which I still absolutely love. And that is like my bread and butter. But um, like I said, I've started to, I actually started writing my husband this workout program and he started doing really well with it. He started seeing great results with it and he was like, you should, you should offer this. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to sell it just yet because I want some more feedback on it. Um, So I decided to put it in a little freebie program for those of you who sign up on day one. So make sure you do. Make sure you sign up on day one, $20 buy-in, that's it, and you get all of the ber- perks. Um, the basics, the basically what you, what you uh, get out of this challenge is you complete those sustainable seven habits, protein, water, movement, sleep, uh, limiting alcohol, self-development, um, and connect in, connecting. Obviously, I'll go over all of the rules and how to, how to hit those tasks, but for every habit that you complete each day, you earn a point person with the most points at the end of the challenge wins the cash prize. So pretty awesome, um, exciting little external motivation for you. Um, there will be other prizes and exciting things that I will be announcing later on, but main thing, make sure you sign up using the link below, join us in the Facebook group, be one of the first to join. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the exciting news for you. So <laughs> um, that is not necessarily what I was going to talk about on today's episode. Um, I'm going to keep this one kind of short and to the point, hopefully. I mean, you know me, I kind of blabber on sometimes, um, but I am freaking tired today. Um, <laughs> I don't know what my deal has been, but haven't been able to get very good sleep the past few days. And so um kind of in that like blah funk, but I did have a topic for today's podcast. Um, so bear with me getting, getting through it. Um, it actually, (laughs) it's actually kind of funny. The topic is good, better, best. Um, if you're in my Facebook community already, you saw me kind of share my thoughts on this when it came to, um, when it came to nutrition, when it came to having like an all or nothing mentality, but this is the, I suppose, the um, strategy that I use to, that I have used and use with my clients to overcome their all or nothing mentality. Um, So originally I actually got this concept from, um, through the program that I used to coach through first form. Um, good, better, best. And I kind of just made it my own and start to implement it into my, my one-on-one coaching program when people are, you know, trying to, trying to overcome like the good versus bad when it comes to food, um, you know, getting in a workout or not getting in a workout, um, good, better, best. All right. So everything when it comes to your health and fitness journey is, can either be good, 
there can always be better and there can always be the best. Best is optimal. So if you are unfamiliar with the term optimal, um, don't feel bad because I didn't know what optimal meant until I started coaching. I know that's kind of sad, um, but I kept hearing it in the fitness industry when I first started getting you know, into the nutrition realm and surrounding myself with fitness experts. Um, I kept hearing this word optimal to get the most optimal results, to get the optimal benefits from this, to do the optimal this, optimal that. Um, and I'm like, what the heck is optimal? And optimal is what a lot of fitness nutrition uh, gurus use to basically explain the best, the best results, the best nutrition program, the most optimal thing you can do to succeed. Um, and optimal is just simply the best, the best thing you can do. So the most optimal uh, amount of protein you should get in is one, 1 to 1.2 grams of protein per day, or um, the most optimal workout program would be to, if you want to develop a lean, strong physique, is to um, do this I don't know, like make sure you're, you're have a progressive overload program and you're only doing strength bodybuilding programs and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, and so yes, there's optimal, but what I want to really emphasize on this episode is that optimal is not always realistic. Optimal may not be best for you. Um, and optimal is not always sustainable. And as we all know, since I am sustainably healthy, I, I promote sustainable health, right? Then we need to kind of find the balance between optimal and horrible and nothing at all, right? And so that's whenever I started to use more of the concept good, better, best, once again, best is optimal, but then there are still good options and then there are still better options. And so I'm going to use a couple of examples for you. And hopefully this helps you kind of move away from that all or nothing. Um, you know, if I can't do optimal, then I'm just not going to do it at all. Right. Um, and so something that I used, the, the example that I used in my Facebook community was hunger. Okay. Say you are hungry and you need to eat. Your body's telling you need to eat, you have a headache, you know, low energy, you already know that you need to eat, okay? And so there's good, better, best options for when it comes to satisfying your hunger, um, making sure that you're reaching your goals, right? Um, many different things, but it all is circumstance-based. So um, the best thing that you can consume, right, when it comes to satisfying your hunger, eating enough food, um, serving your goals would be to eat a well-balanced whole food-based meal, right? Maybe some chicken or salmon, um, make sure it has a vegetable source or a fruit source, vegetable, maybe some broccoli with some extra fiber, um, maybe a variety of fruits and, or I'm sorry, vegetables, <laughs> um, make sure it has like a complex carb, like some rice, brown rice, or some, um, whole grains of some sort, that would be optimal, right? Is whole foods, nutrient dense, high protein, uh, full meal. That would be the optimal thing to consume to 
make the healthiest choice, the best choice when it comes to reaching a fat loss goal. All right, but say you don't have chicken in your fridge (laughs) and you don't have veggies or um, maybe you have some veggies, but they're not they're not prepped, maybe they're frozen, um, <laughs> you know, maybe you, maybe you're in a rush and don't even have time to prepare a full meal, but you're starving, you need to eat, you know you need to eat. Okay, so we got to look at it as, okay, I can't have the optimal option. Should I just grab a candy bar and just say F it and, or not eat at all? Like, <laughs> And so many of us do that, you know, we think, oh, I can't have the best thing. Well, I might as well just say F it and start over tomorrow. You got to stop thinking that way. You got to look at it more of, okay, what is the, what is a good, a better and the best solution? What is one step down that is going to still serve me? That's going to still help me work towards my goals, move the needle forward but that's not going to be so overwhelming to where I am, I get I get I end up just quitting, right? Um and so and when you look at things more from that perspective, you kind of just like give your take some pressure off. <laughs> um and you you realize that it's not just two options. You have more options to succeed. Um and so Once again, having a full meal, yes, if it's possible to go the optimal route and it's not adding more stress, then go for it. Absolutely, I want you to eat a whole food meal with, um, you know, healthy fats and, and vegetables and fruits and all of those things, right? Of course, I would love for you to go the optimal route, but if it's not possible and it's adding more stress, go with the bet or the good, better option. (laughs) I'm thinking good, better, best, um, better so, so uh, if the best option would be to, you know, have a whole food meal, um, then, a, then a step down may be, you know, maybe having a freezer vegetable, um, something that you can pop in the microwave really quick, um, or, you know, a meal with drinking a protein shake. Like you're still getting in your protein, um, you're still getting in some some vegetables maybe it's just not not like the most nutrient dense vegetables maybe you're just eating lettuce or <laughs> i'm not sure um but you know it's still a good meal it's still a better meal than no meal at all right and then good is still good it's still moving that needle forward you know if you can't if you don't have vegetables in the fridge or you don't have um you know, any protein prepared or anything like that, and you don't have the most optimal option or the better option, you can still go with a good option. And maybe you are so like t- uh, short on time, you don't have t- time to even pop something in the microwave. A good option would be maybe a protein bar or chugging a protein shake really quick. At least you're getting in that protein. That is still good. It's not like you're saying, F it, I'm not going to care about (laughs) my goals. Um, You're making it work for you and you're still making progress. So good, better, best, right? Another another, uh, example that I haven't, that I didn't use actually, um, that actually kind of, it's, it's how I learned this good, better, best term was protein, protein within itself. So there's good, better, best when it comes to protein. Optimal, would be, um, so it's actually called the hierarchy of protein. So um, so protein, like we kind of, I'm sure you've heard like nutrient timing, maybe you should be, should you have 
protein immediately after a workout or else you lost all the progress and you wasted your workout. Um, you know, should you eat 30 grams of protein every two to three hours or else are you losing gains? Like, you know, I've, I've heard different things when it comes to nutrient timing. So, so optimal, optimally, yes, you would like to consume 20 to 30, or I would say 30 to 40 grams, depending on how, what your goals are, how active you are, things like that. Optimally, yes, you want to spread your protein out evenly throughout the day. Um, there are minimal benefits to having protein immediately after your workout, but it's not like a, a, a window and then you just lost all your gains. Like, no, there is just a small amount of benefits to um, maybe recover a little faster if you do have protein immediately after your workout with a carb source, things like that. So there is benefits. That's optimal, right? So if you can do that, awesome. Like, <laughs> But it's not going to make or break your progress if you don't have protein every two to three hours and you're not having it immediately after your workout, okay? So once again, that is optimal. Uh, better, so best option is nutrient timing. Better, so a step down, right, would be to um, make sure that you are, um, that you are at least dividing your protein, like, throughout the day, however many meals you have, right? So um, maybe you are, um, maybe you are just kind of getting familiar or getting the hang of hitting your protein goal, um, and you simply just divide, okay, I have three, four meals a day, I'm gonna, and I, my protein goal is 150, I'm gonna aim for 40 to 50 grams of protein per meal. So that's just kind of dividing that, um, based upon your, um, based upon your protein intake and the amount of, amount of meals you get. And then there's still the good option. The good option is still gonna get your progress. It's still gonna, um, it's still gonna move the needle forward. Maybe not as quickly as spreading it out, right? Or nutrient timing. Maybe then once again, that's very minimal benefits. But a good option is just to get enough protein. It doesn't matter if you need to front load it at the beginning of your day, and eat, uh, <laughs> you know, sixty to eighty grams of protein in the morning because you don't want to be chugging a protein shake at night and that's all of the time that you have to eat. Um, whatever it takes, just eat enough protein. I always recommend 0.8 uh, to like one gram per goal body weight. So um so yeah. <laughs> but it's still good. It's still good. It's still moving the needle forward. Good, better, best. So no, you're not a failure if you're not nutrient timing perfectly, good, better, best. Uh, same thing with your workouts, right? Good, better, best. Good, you got in some movement today. Better, you got to the gym and, you know, lifted some weights. Best is you have a progressive overload program that you're following along and continuing to make progress with, right? Like, good, better, best. So don't just, and, and there is nuance to it, right? Like, don't just settle for the good option every time. If you can go the optimal route, if you can do best every once in a while, like awesome. Um, the goal is to continue to make progress, but don't beat yourself up if you if you can't do what's optimal every time. <laughs> and so that's kind of something that's just really helped me overcome that all or nothing mentality. Um, 
and, you know, at least commit to something instead of if I can't do everything perfectly, then I'm not going to do it at all. Um, I even use this concept today, honestly, um, with this podcast is, you know, I was like, I need to get a podcast episode out. And so um, it was more of just kind of like good, better, best, best, best circumstance, optimal circumstance would to always would be to always have a plan for my podcast episode and have it all um, scripted out and (laughs) ready to go, right? Um, And then, you know, I I did the more better option. You know, I I still got it done ahead of time. Good would have been just getting it done before Monday. I could have put it off until Sunday. Good, I still got it done, right? But I would say this is the more better option. (laughs) Um, It was, I still got it done. I still got a good message out to you guys. I still kept the promise I, I made to you and to myself by getting this podcast episode out on Monday. But it's not the perfect podcast episode. And it's not like the best thing ever that's groundbreaking information or anything like that. Um, but it's still moving the needle forward. It's still helping someone. It's still encouraging someone. It's still hopefully motivating you or getting you to join our challenge. And this challenge could be the one thing that changed your life forever, right? And so... Anyways, I, I hope this message helped you. I hoped, I, especially I know that most people who listen to this struggle with that all or nothing mentality, just like I did, um, who's like, I just need to know exactly if this is the right thing to do, or if I fail, fall a little bit short, am I a complete failure? No, look at things from that good, better, best perspective. And if as long as it's moving the needle forward, it's okay if it's not optimal. So anyways, <laughs> that is it for today's podcast. Like I said, I told you I was going to keep it a little short. I'm short on sleep, so I'm just getting one out there. And I am also like wanting to, of course, get a good message out there. I'm not just trying to just check this off the box, right? Um, I do want to help you guys and and um, make an impact and you know, attract more people to listen to this podcast. Um, So if this podcast has helped you in any way, any way, shape or form, there's a couple, two, two favors I ask of you. (laughs) Number one is to, if you don't already subscribe um, and leave a rating or review, that would really help me to grow. It would help me to, you know, be put up on like the, uh, the search SEO, like people would search nutrition or fitness podcasts. um, And this would be one of those that kind of get suggested the more like higher ratings, right? Um, So I ask that first favor. Um, Second favor would be to share my podcast with somebody you think would benefit from it as well. Whether it's sharing it to your Instagram, um, tag me in it, or if it's sharing it with someone that, you know, is getting started on their health and fitness journey, or maybe struggles with the all or nothing mentality, or is, um, you know, having a hard time with dieting, or whatever you whatever you have taken away from this and you think somebody else can benefit from, share it with them. I would appreciate that. But the only other thing to do is to join us in the Facebook group and sign up for the Time to Make a Change 21-Day Challenge, all right? I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and we will see you or talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye, guys.